The difference is made possible by the following small businesses. Real property management focus. The choice to make when you want to feel confident and secure in knowing that your investment is earning the profit it deserves. The financial point. Your go-to spot for all things finance. Platinum Eagle Insurance. Providing the widest range of insurance options to make insurance easy and seamless. WeatherTech General Contracting. We make your home renovation dreams a reality. Lenders Choice Credit Solutions. We do all the work. You get all the credit and buy. Power on Utilities Concierge. Your one-stop shop for all of your home's essential services. Hey everybody, welcome to DFW's Real Estate Best, where you are hearing from the best of the best. I'm talking top agents, top businesses here in DFW on the show weekly, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. My name's Rochelle Marie. I'm assistant publisher, and I have two incredible guests that you are going to hear from today, and I'm sure glean some some wisdom, advice, things that you're going to want to implement into your business. But first, I want to give credit to Lendon from The Difference. This is the platform that we host our podcast and our live stream through. And hey, if you have a small business that is looking for some digital solutions to get out uh, to your sphere and beyond about what you do in unique ways on the online sphere, connect with them connect with them. We love London and uh, it's certainly been huge to us being a part of this platform here from Real Producers. And at the end of the show, I'm going to let him speak a little bit more, but I want to invite on our first guest, Rebecca Lee. She is a top 500 North DFW agent with Monument serving Sorry, the DFW area. Welcome, Welcome Rebecca. Rebecca. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I have to show you what I uh, I pulled out there from my stack of magazines, everybody. For those of you that are listening uh, through the podcast there, through the live stream, you would see I'm holding up our April 2022 North DFW Real Producers Magazine. And look who's on the front there, Rebecca. How was that? How many, how many, how many shots, shots did you have to take? to get this like perfect cover photo of you guys. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty, they were pretty quick. I think we knew that that was going to be the the right shot. Um, they weren't too bad. They did a bunch of individuals after and that took forever. But yeah. the, gr yeah. the group shot, I think we all pretty much, you know, maybe 20 minutes. It wasn't long. Hey, well, hey, hey, well, hey. credit to Scott Peake. He is one of our photographers here at Real Producers and he does do an incredible job. I call him the lighting king because he gets the lighting just right there, but awesome. It was great featuring you and the team. And I'm going to let you introduce your friend, who's also a big part of the Real Producers community. Uh, why don't you introduce Mandy? So Mandy um, is a great friend, and she understands like how to really reach people and relate to people. So Mandy Jackson... Um, if you're not working with her business-wise, she's just phenomenal. She's creative and really efficient. So, yeah, yeah the only the founder, founder of Leads by Mandy Jackson. Welcome, Mandy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here today. Yeah, yeah. Well, you two are like so much fun. I've been so looking forward to this podcast. Of course, Mandy, you and I have been working together for a long while here. And Rebecca, I'm certainly getting to know you more and more. Um, but let's let's dive into the, you, both of your stories. So those that are listening, get a glimpse of who you are, where you came from. I know like a lot of people in real estate, you both did not plan on being here. <laughs> you both did not set out to be like, I'm going to be an agent or I'm going to be working in the real estate sphere. So Rebecca, let's start off with you. How did you end up working in real estate? And I should add too, you are in your fourth year and uh, just rocking it. Of course, being in that top one to 2%. Yeah. So we um we've had a few investment properties and my husband always wanted me to do real estate from from like 20 30 years ago and i never never did and 
um, we had a few properties and I just kind of dealt with things on my own. And then when we went to sell our properties, I just was not happy with the level of service I was seeing in the industry. And I'm like, I think I can do this. And my husband's like, I've been telling you that for years. So finally I went and got my license and I'm like, oh, I can do this. I definitely yeah. can do this. Yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. And you have a background in the service industry, serving celebrities and those people of that caliber. So you certainly are used to rolling out the red carpet. I actually think service industry is a great leeway for real estate, truthfully, because if you have a serving heart, I think it helps a lot. No, seriously, a bunch of top agents that I talk with, many of them actually do come like yourself from the service background. And they share exactly like you said, that it just is they can take, you know, what they've learned in their previous careers to, uh, you know, what they're doing right now in real estate. And again, I, I bring back if you're serving celebrities, you know, <laughs> you, you have definitely another level, I'm sure of, um, you know, just excellence in, in serving people and expectation. And so no wonder, no wonder you're a top 500 agent, uh, Rebecca. Now you didn't want to be an agent that does this part-time. You told me you wanted to go all in. Why? Why? That is I not something I do regularly. <laughs> I'm just not someone that I don't, I think I'm not good at anything part way. I think for me, like if I'm going to do it, do it. And if you're not yeah, going to do yeah. it, that's fine. But if you're going to do it, commit to it. I just feel like real estate, the people, if you're not doing it full time, I feel like you're missing things for your clients. You're missing opportunities. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I don't think this is a really a part-time industry unless you just have a few investment properties and you're just managing on your own. That's kind of different. But right, if you're going right. to really be helping other people, you need to give it, you need to give it full attention. Right, right, right. No, that's yeah, great. That's great. Um, I know a lot of people's stories is they, they think this is going to be a part-time gig, but then it does snowball to become full-time, but you just went all in. And I know that, you know, one of the, the, the places, the people that you attribute to your success is the brokerage you joined with, with and you are, you still, are still with. with. Can you share Can about, you that? about that? Yeah. So I, uh, it's kind of a joke in our brokerage because I actually went to several different brokerages and I was lukewarm about a couple, but I'd been to like nine or 11 different bro interviewed with different brokerages. And yeah, I was yeah. actually working at Williams Sonoma at the time. And I was okay. like, okay. I'm not leaving Williams Sonoma unless I find the place. And my husband's <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, but I just loved that job so much, but I'm like, I, I know I need to go somewhere, but I couldn't find like a place that fit me. And I was looking right, for right. something really progressive, forward thinking, knowing things change a lot. I wanted somewhere that was going to be adapting a lot. Mm. And um, the first time I met with Tiffany and Eddie and um, Angela, I knew like Eddie's, Eddie's a visionary. Um, he right, doesn't always right. know how it's going to come together, but he knows it will come together. So like once I met with them, like it was, I was done. Like it, as soon as I met with them, I'm like, I want this. This is where I want. And I just, it's always been like that. They're constantly changing and growing. And like, how's the industry moving? They move. Right. You know, right. those things like that's so rare in this industry. People just like find their niche and just stay there. And I feel like it's, it changes too often. You can't really do that to be, I feel like you need to adapt a lot. Right. right. So what are so some, what like, like, if you were to pick one, one or two, two, what are some, what are some things that you would say like forward thinking that was incredible the direction they chose there i think even just the location of your office is incredible you were in the head um definitely i feel like the location was key because that opened a lot of doors for us being at the star in frisco but um he really learned how to leverage like online leads he learned how to um leverage Zillow and these companies because everyone uses those even if they have an agent they are using those resources and he learned how to leverage mm -hmm. those resources to grow and expand our business and right, instead right. of like a lot of people in the industry try to fight those businesses and he's like no let's not fight them let's how do we partner with them and work with them right. to maximize our business and he's done an amazing job no one I don't know anyone in the industry that's doing as well with that as he is right, right. yeah I know yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, I remember uh, meeting in your office with one of the team leaders there and just hearing 
about that sphere. It is quite incredible what you guys are doing. Whereas other people, there might be some fear, some pushback. And no, we do it this way. You guys are embracing, as you said, the, the changes in the market, the changes, uh, the way things are going and just, um, yeah, very forward thinking. I think that that is so appropriate how you described Monument and, and the team there. And um, I know another thing you had mentioned to me is just how your brokerage has you learning from high level people. And then that has also been a key to your success and something you've loved about Monument. Uh, for sure. We, like I had told you, I think the other day, like they had an attorney come in and train us on contracts so that like, we're not learning practices from other agents. We're actually learning from an attorney um, and people that, you know, understand how all the legal aspects work. So when they bring people in, they really want people like that are going to bring level us up. And I think that's right. why I like, you know, real producers just come. I told you that too. I like being around the top agents because usually they're doing something different. Right. And sometimes you can adapt and pull that in, sometimes not, but it's always good to know what other people are doing. So you can take those best practices and kind of, you know, like iron sharpens iron. You want, you want that. Exactly. That's what you want. You want, you know, you don't want to like bring other people down. You want to know what they're doing right. And then try to make yourself that level and higher. And it's, it's been amazing. Like it's been amazing to learn because there's some amazing women on my team that were doing some really cool things. And we've all like, Hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we're, this is how we're right, growing. Right. This is how I'm winning these clients. Cause sometimes you'll have a hard group of clients to win. And you're like, I don't know how to win these people. And they're like, how are you doing it? And then there's like some, not trick, but like, there's a way there's a finesse, there's something. Exactly. And it's like good to learn those details. Right. And even I think character wise as well, which I know is something very important to you and, uh, you know, something that stood out to you as you shared with me, like the humility and kindness of some of these leaders, some of those at the top of their game um, and just how you can, yes, glean strategies, ideas, uh, the different know hows, but also look at the character that these people at the top carry and let that influence you and be an example to you in your business. Oh, 100%. I think integrity has to be your number one. Because then everything else will kind of fall, you know, if you can adapt to the skills and, and if you can, like be efficient in your business, that's great. But if you don't have integrity, none of that matters. So I feel like the integrity is a big thing. I do think that you're always going to make some mistakes. And if you're kind, in general to people, they will respond when you need that. So I feel like you just really need to stay humble and stay kind because those are two, the two things that people will continue to want to work with you. The, the exactly. minute that you're like bigger than everyone else and you don't care and the minute you're mean to people, you start shutting doors. Mm -hmm. Now, stay nice, be kind and humble doesn't mean roll over, let people roll over you. Right. So how do you balance that as a as a top agent working with many different many people, people personalities, personalities? And so you know, it's a demanding it's career. career. <laughs> it's, it's I'm not going to say it's not challenging. It really is. And I think it was more challenging early on in my career. But I think as you get stronger and more confident, even with that humility piece, you can learn boundaries. And you can say, like, sometimes I can give a little on this thing, but this thing is a hard no. Or, you know, so you, I think that even with clients and even with, you know, other agents, you do need to learn boundaries and be okay with that. And be okay if someone walks away and be okay if someone's mad at you. I'm not sad if you're mad at me, if I feel like I did the right thing. Um, if I wronged you, then I need to correct it. But, you know, sometimes like, especially right now, if you have a listing and you have, you know, 20 offers, somebody's going to be sad and you want to handle that with delicacy. But at the same time, my goal is to represent my client. And so as bad as I feel for them, I also know that my client got the best service they possibly could. And at the end of the day, that's really what we're here for. Right. Right. And uh, before we hop into Amanda's story here, boundaries, I want to hear a little bit more about that, because that is something I will say comes up in conversations with, you know, the best of the best here in DFW. How do you do it as a real estate agent? I mean, most of you guys, from what I know, have your phone on 24 seven available at any moment of the day. What would you say, Rebecca, to perhaps some 
you know, aspiring top agents or even just fellow top agents listening in or business people, I'm sure it can translate. What perhaps are some, you know, two or three top boundaries that you would say implement? So I feel like time management is probably one of the, the biggest things. And I the thing that I do to try to combat that is, um, especially in our market, when a house comes up, you basically have 24 to 48 hours to try to see it. I mean, your time frame is like really limited. And if I know my schedule, what I'll do is I'll send it to clients and say, hey, I can, hey, are, do you want to see this from like this window? I mean, you, you kind of set, you kind of set it in motion if you can get ahead of it. Um, right, right. Now there are times where they're like, no, we can't, we can only do this. And sometimes you have to, that's where you have to juggle. But I mean, know that like what time you can give and where you can, and where you can move. Right. So I think that's a big thing is knowing your boundaries on time and, um, what's flexible and what's not flexible. Um, I think the other boundary is if you're like, I said, going back to the listing situation, you know, when you have 20 offers coming in, you have agents asking you all types of questions and you have to be careful with information you're sharing. And, you know, you just let them know, like, I can, I can tell you this, but I can't tell you that. Um, and they'll ask you, you know, really specifics. And sometimes you can share a little bit more and sometimes you can't. Right. Um, right. So I think you have to just keep in mind your, your clients, your client's yeah, best yeah. interest. So no, no, of course. that's really good. Really good. Well, speaking of listening and learning from experts, Rebecca, have you guys had Mandy come into the office yet and, and, and speak, speak on, on relationship, relationship building? building? Yes. I, I, I like, as soon as Mandy, she called me years ago when she was talking about, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for you. Um, cause she's just brilliant. Like she has the best ideas and her, um, she's able to deliver on such a high level. Uh, so yeah, I've definitely shared her with all my people and a lot of people I know are using her. And, um, most of the time, like people, when they first meet her and then she starts going over what she does and how she does it. And then they see some examples. They're just blown away because there's nothing. Right. I don't know anyone in the industry that's doing what Mandy does. Like there is such a vacuum, you know, if we could right. replicate Mandy like five times, <laughs> but you know, fortunately she's kind of our little secret. Like she's like, you know. So I was, I feel lucky that I found her, like I was early adapter for Mandy. Cause like, yeah, I yeah. feel like I'm like, I found her, you know, I found gold. <laughs> well, well, I actually know a little, a little bit of the backstory back here that yeah. you, Rebecca, were actually one of the ones to give her courage to start this business. And um, Mandy, I think we need to just jump right over to you sharing your story. First of all, share, how did you end up starting leads by Mandy Jackson. And then let's let's hear more about this, which Rebecca might not be so much of a secret anymore since our yeah. podcast is on many different streams here. But I'm sure people are just like chomping at the bit to hear what is it that Mandy does. And so Mandy, yeah, so I started my original I started my career in event planning. I've done everything from weddings. I've done submarine christenings for our Navy. I've done retreats for our army. Um, and really everything in between. If you can imagine it, I probably planned it. Um, when I moved here, I had a great real estate agent that I love that hired me on part time to do kind of like um, a client care coordinator position cool. and to kind of take care of her clients. And we did, she did a lot of events to get leads and a lot of cute pop buys and egg, like she would egg people on Easter and boo people on Halloween. And I kind of took that over. From yeah, egg people doesn't mean uh, you say egg. My, my brain immediately goes to throw in eggs at someone's house there. <laughs> yeah, we're 80s kids, right? No, they um, just like Easter eggs. Easter eggs yeah. filled with treats and leave them with their porch. Um, oftentimes, like sometimes she would even have them hidden in the yards, which is really yeah. fun. Oh, I love that. So the kids love would that come idea. up and wake up. So I kind of took that on after we, I had been there for several years. I loved it. I realized there was a huge gap in the market and that like I could probably do this on my own. You know, it's kind of like COVID timeframe too, kind of give you that courage. Um, and I will never forget, I text actually Rebecca because Rebecca and I have been dear friends for a long time. I text Rebecca and said, I think I'm going to start out on my own. Can, can we meet? And she literally called me less than 10 seconds later. Like, when do you want to meet? Tomorrow? Let's do this. <laughs> like, And it was just, she's been so great to kind of help me give that push that I needed. So I started the company. What we do is we help agents connect with their sphere of influence um, in normal and natural ways. We're not big into like the hardcore sales, um, but really 
reaching into your sphere, connecting them in sincere ways with pop buys, with events, with, um, we do a thing called mail buys because a lot of our agents are top agents that don't have time to drive all the way around DFW. Right. So we'll mail them directly to your clients. That's so smart. <laughs> and they open it up and we package them fabulously. So you open it up and there's like this fun surprise. Um, and we kind of help back it with strategies. So try to find ways where um, you can get the biggest bang for your buck. So whether we incorporate like a social media contest or incorporate like a good bucket list or incorporate many things so we can, we look at the ROI, like how can we get the best return on your investment for this? Cause that's expensive for agents. It's an investment. Right now, Rebecca, is it worth the investment? You know, I know yeah, you, you gave, gave I, I, I'd love I to hear some examples, examples here. here. I know, I that, know that a huge, huge a big a part big of your heart is relationship building. And like you shared with me, people can tell if you are in it because you want relationship or commission. How is, how has Mandy helped you with this? And yeah, is it, is it worth the investment? I'm going to put you on the spot here. Percent, hundred percent. It's worth the investment. Cause um, you, you can't think about the money that you're spending. Like you need to know what your budget is, but um, I feel like, like, so we did, I'll give you an example of one that I like was probably one of my favorites that we didn't do this this year, but the year before we sent out, um, uh, gingerbread house kits like in November. And then I did a social media contest for people to post their kids with the gingerbread house. And then we did like a contest love it, love it. and like, it was just like to see these kids and making these homes and like I sell homes. It was just like, it was just so cute and interactive and I like loved every minute. So, and you know, the thing is then people do share that with their friends. And so it's an easy way to like lead into referrals, but I didn't even have to ask for referrals. It's just now they're thinking of me and, and letting them know that like, I'm thinking of you, like just because our relationship, you know, you bought a house, your relationship's really not over. And I mean, some right, people right. you meet, you want to be, I like, there's, the hard thing in real estate, there's people I want to be friends with all the time. And I just don't have the time to be, you know, like best friends with 50 people. But truly, right, that's, right. I think, one of the challenges of real estate. So the pop buys and some of these some of these ways to do it, like the events is a great time to like catch up and find out how everybody's doing. And I love events. I love a good like movie night, client appreciation night, activity. There's just so many. There's so many things you can do. And um, Mandy's just got all these crazy great ideas. And so we have a couple coming up this year and I'm just, really? I'm like really looking forward to those things. Can you give us a sneak peek? Well, <laughs> I have one that's a movie night that we're going to do a costume contest, but I'm not Ooh, telling you which movie. That. <laughs> that's one that's thing, one I, thing like, I like, too, Mandy, about what you do is it's not just, um, it can be just a gift, which is fabulous, but what you do can also be multi-layered as you described to me, as Rebecca shared, you know, incorporating a social media contest. Um, can you share more about that? Thinking multi-layered with your touch points with your clients. Yeah, and I think honestly, one of the most important things is really that we sit down and we get to know the agents. So, because what will work for Rebecca, honestly, isn't gonna work for all my agents. Because right. who her clientele, her sphere looks really different than like some of my clients who are more like Fort Worth area or South Dallas or Highland Park. So I think that that's like a big component. I think you have to sit down and kind of drill down deep. Right. Like, who are your clients? Do they have kids? Do they not have kids? Like, are they what are they going to be empty nesters soon? Are they? buy new homes and that looks different. And I think that that's a big part of pop buys that a lot of times in the industry, people say, oh, I know pop buys are expensive, uh, important. I know they're important. So they just do them. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I'm just going to stop by and bring some popcorn, which is great. Popcorn's great. But if you just take a few more minutes and step back and say, okay, who are my people? What would they really appreciate? And not just going to the garbage can. Cause there's kind of that difference. Like, do you right. want to be, remembered or do you want to be a reminder whereas a reminder is like mm -hmm. something that goes in the garden you know oh that's a good reminder oh thanks here's rebecca but then if you want to remember them like next christmas the kids are going to be like are we going to do gingerbread house with kids for rebecca like it becomes part of your memories and it becomes more genuine right. more sincere whereas the popcorn it was like oh maybe their business is kind of slow right now you know? <laughs> which is also fine i mean it does the trick but yeah, we'll get higher quality leads. Yeah, 
the leads will come easier the more genuine yeah. you are. I think that's probably a struggle of those agents that are trying to do it all. You yes. know, and I, 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 I meet with top agents where they're telling me they're still doing their Popeyes and things. And I'm, I'm thinking in my head, how do you do this all? <laughs> you know, they're extremely busy. But I love Mandy how, you know, certainly them letting you take and run with this. As Rebecca said, they're going to get some creative, unique to them ideas. Whereas if you're trying to do it all, most likely you're going to perhaps grab that generic, that generic thing just to do something to get it yeah. done. I'm sure Rebecca, um, you agree with me perhaps on that point, but definitely one of the layers would be personality, finding out about the personality of that agent. So what is an example of, I'd love to hear an example of an agent with a per certain personality or, or like, and, and how you tied that into a pop buy or mail buy. Yeah. So I have a client that is really big into the world series. Which is pretty, like, I mean, like, big, big into it. And we think of this every year. So I think we'll eventually move it into, like, an event, like a World Series viewing party. But they're not ready for that. Oh, so we just do, like, a really awesome Popeye. And which is fun because, you, you know, you get something for Christmas usually always. Like, you kind of expect it. You maybe expect something. Like, a lot of people do pies for Thanksgiving, which is you kind of expect it. But do you ever expect anything for the World Series? No. <laughs> You don't. Yeah. It's kind of fun because everybody knows that about this client. And so um, we kind of lean into that. Like, what's really important to you? What's something that's unique to you as a human? And right. let's celebrate it. Like, let's celebrate that. We have another client where every year he does National Oreo Day. Not because he loves something that he loves, but it's just I like. I love that. Can I be on that mailing list? I'll right? receive your Oreo. <laughs> Get an Oreo treat. Um, so I think a part of that is just find something unique, something different. Um, Christmas yeah. is great, but it gets to that point where we all just have thrown it all away in the last few weeks where you get that weird right. pile in your kitchen of like Christmas treats. Um, so let's think outside of the box and do unique, unique things. That is so great. Yeah, think beyond the traditional touch point days that people do like a Christmas, like a Thanksgiving and think of those unique ones. I, I no joke, last night I was talking about Oreos with my husband. <laughs> Some of the best Oreos I've had, for those of you that are listening or watching in, chocolate, you know, do it yourself. I know they're store-bought, but some of the best were white chocolate and milk chocolate dipped Oreos. Fantastic. Um, yeah, really good, really good. Um, but Mandy, so how, I'm gonna pick your brain here a little bit more salesy versus building genuine genuine connection how do you do it like how what is the fine line between salesy and that genuine connection touch point i don't even know how to word it but you probably yeah, know how. i understand what you're saying so like one of my quotes right here up on my board that i live and die by is says people don't buy goods and services they buy relationships and match and magic and i think part of that is like providing mm something unique, something different. And I think another thing that's so important that I, not just also in real estate, but just in your life and building relationships in life is highlighting people's moments that matter. And that's mm -hmm. different for different people. For some people, it's like their birthday. Like that's a really big deal to them. For other people, I have a client where whenever they're scrolling online and they see a little kid has lost their front tooth, the first two, they put a $2 bill in the mail and send it to the uh, kid. I love that. That is so cute because losing a, your front tooth isn't really a big deal. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal. But it is a moment that matters so much to that family. It's a big deal, you know? I bet that child is going to remember that years from now, too. Because first of all, who receive special mail like that anymore. Everything's so digital, but um, they're going to remember that years from now and be like, I want that person to help me buy my first house, you know? Well, and you would be shocked at how many leads that, because what happens is when you're genuine and when you show up for those moments that matter, all of a sudden your relationship shifts a little. So originally you start as their realtor. And then as you show up and at those moments that matter, it shifts to be their friend who happens to sell homes like so if you'll come right. up more in conversation with their other with their sphere you know they'll be talking oh my gosh my real estate agent sent my daughter a two dollar bill like that's, I do that. that's noteworthy 
Yeah, no, it certainly is. I don't have any kids yet, but certainly if that happened, I would definitely be telling people like how how thoughtful and sweet and like you said, magic. Yeah, it's the magic. My agent's the tooth fairy. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, I love how you describe that that quote and the magic. I'm going to have to use that now in in describing to people what you do, Mandy, that you just, you bring magic. (laughs) You truly do. You truly do. Um, But I love how we were talking in the beginning, Rebecca, how, you know, the market, it truly is. It's ever changing. And I love how you said one of the the core things with your brokerage that you just you loved and you resonated with is that they are they're forward thinking. They're going with the change. Now, Mandy, you also um, agree, you know, the market is ever changing, but there's one thing that never changes. Talk about that. Yeah. So uh, Rochelle and I were talking about this week that market will change and it always will be. It'll be up, there'll be ups, there'll be downs. But the one thing that will never change is your sphere. Your sphere is always there and always available. Um, And the more that you engage them, the more effective it will be. And and honestly, the better your business will be as you build your business based on, and you have that foundation of your sphere, regardless of whatever the market does, you have that sphere to support you through. Yeah, that's huge. Huge. And and that's certainly, again, the core of what you do, Mandy, is you help agents, you know, continue to build relationship, stay top of mind with those in their sphere, but you help grow their relationships even beyond the sphere. Now, how do you, how do you go about doing that? Um, we can do a couple of ways for some of my agents. We'll do like, we'll just schedule Popeyes for the whole year. We just take it, take it off their plate. So we'll meet at the beginning and say, okay, here's, different touch points. We recommend only three to four a year. A lot of people think you should do Popeyes every month. And honestly, the strategy behind that doesn't really work because then it just gets into that salesy. You lose the Mm. touch. Right. We think three to four is actually about the right amount to connect. Um, And so we'll plan. Yeah, for the year, once a quarter about. And then we plan them out through the year and then we just streamline it and we'll take care of it for you. We can mail them out, send you the tracking numbers and you can just be done. Um, another thing that we do for agents is where every month, every for all the birthdays, for example, they'll send us a list and say, here's our birthdays for this month and we'll send out birthday gifts for all of their clients. Or here's my home anniversaries for all of my clients. And we'll just, we'll kind of help automate it in a way. So that way they have this like big thing on their back, this big monkey on their back saying like, you've got to do something, you've got to do something. Well, we'll just take it and we'll do it and we'll run it and kind of automate it in a way. Right. That must be huge to a a top agent, eh, Rebecca? Uh, Having that off your back, you've handed it into someone's that you know is excellent and is going to do an incredible job and customize it to you. And I think going back to what we were saying, it is worth the investment and, um, probably way better than doing it yourself, eh, Rebecca, or or hiring an employee, which is more expensive than out delegating it to someone like Mandy. Oh, yeah, 100%. So I, um, I'm a big like hot chocolate person, like I love hot chocolate. So I've done this the last few years. And Mandy's always doing it. I have one a couple left. But we said these chocolate bombs. And like, she'll just I mean, the packaging, like, how cute is that? Oh, I love like, it. and it's like, you're the bomb. Like, and then talks about like, you know, what do you like? And I mean, she just does everything so well and it's so cute, but like those hot chocolate bombs, people like love that. And I'm like, me too. I love them. So it's kind of fun to connect with like things that you like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, Do you ever get stuck watching those videos? (laughs) I, I remember last year, there's so many videos of people just with their hot chocolate bombs. And I definitely got, you know, stuck watching a few of those. It's it's so much fun. I don't know what it is about it, but it, it is. It's a lot of fun. And it's it's exciting getting a hot chocolate bomb, which, um, yeah, I, I got one last year. I was pretty happy about that. Um, but yeah, I want to I wanna shift gears here a moment, Rebecca and Mandy. And, you know, again, going back to that mentality of trying to do it all. And thinking of what you were sharing about boundaries, Rebecca, one thing I just, I love about you that you were sharing is that, you know, you, you pour your heart into real estate. You know, you, like you said, you didn't start part-time out of the gate, you went full-time 
and you're can still you're still continually putting your full heart into this but you will not do it at the expense of relationships and family as you shared with me so let's let's talk about boundaries there like how how is that possible you know being a top agent so i i do think that there is some sacrifices that will be made and i think that you kind of have to decide if everybody's going to be on board i mean with regards to like my immediate family so it was definitely a discussion a lot of discussions with my husband because he's really the one that probably bears the brunt of it with my schedule and he has definitely stepped up and helped a lot with our kids and stuff and and i will say i haven't like you know my daughter was in softball last year and i missed a couple of her games now i was at most of them but i missed probably three maybe four of her games out of like i don't know 18 or whatever it was so i mean there are times you do miss things and that's it's a bummer but um you know people know like hey i have things too that are important to me like your kids need to know like yes you're my world and i love you but i do have other things too like there's got to be some balance too so you do sacrifice a little, your family does sacrifice a little bit. Um, and my friends, what's been hard is, you know, we used to get together a lot more often, but they're busy too. Like as we all get older, it's funny, you're busier. Like even though my kids are all in school, you're you're busy. So we actually like have dedicated ourselves to like a mo- once a month we do a lunch and that I becomes that. like, that becomes a very like um, important time. So when people ask me if I'm busy during that time, I'm like, yes, I have an appointment. Like that appointment to me, means that's something good. so you have set, to like set set, set things like yeah. that are important that you're not like not going to be flexible on right, right. and set and those set- family time friend hangouts it's an appointment just as important as a work work appointment and i think getting that mentality like if people could start that right as they start their real estate career or their business, business career, career. And there are some people are going to be like, not happy. Like there are people that are, they still want you all the time. Not like my kids and my family, but like some friends are different people. And you know, that is some, that is an adjustment you have to work out. Right. Now I know that hiring Mandy to take care of all of your relationship touch points has been huge to helping you continue to grow, you know, in your business. Um, But would you say that there's some other, um, tips or just other things an agent can delegate that can help them focus on doing the money-making activities? Um, I would definitely say find find some good lender partners, um, at least one or two, preferably three, but find some lender partners that will really help you. I have a really good lender partner I love, and then I have a couple backup people if I need other things. Because going through the loans, and all the things and all the details i can do part of that but that's not really my role so i would stay stay in your lane i mean and then i have people that are like why don't you go to the inspection and and monitor the inspector and i'm like i'm not a licensed inspector my job is to understand what the the inspector reports and then help you guys decide what you want to go for what you need for your family what what works so i feel like you know sometimes realtors want to be everything to everyone and that's that's a problem. Like we're not attorneys. Mm -hmm. We're not lenders. You know, we need to understand all those things, but we need to be able to delegate to the pros. Like if you're an inspector, what are you saying? If you're a lender, what are, you know, what are your rates? What are the things going on? Um, And title companies. I mean, there's some really amazing title people out there. And I would say like, find a couple title companies you can, you can call on because you need to understand what's going on in the whole transaction. But sometimes they're going to know those things a lot better than you will. Right. Um, right. Especially like I've been, you know, I've had, I have some older clients. And so dealing with probate and some of those things like that gets really tricky. So as much as you want to understand it, you need to have professionals in your corner that you can lean on and trust. And I would say if you can get some of those people that you line up with, you're going to, you're going to be more successful. Yeah. They'll take the time to work with them. Yeah. And I think that's that's been like like a huge key to your success. success. You know, it's just hearing your story from even the brokerage that you aligned yourself with. You took time, you interviewed with several 11, 12, 13, or whatever the number was, you said brokerages. And you were looking for one that aligned with who you are. And I would say similarly for, uh, you know, 
those other business partners of yours, the lender, the title, you need to find someone who, who lines up with you, your core values. And, you know, going along with what we've been talking about, I feel like a big part of this hour is that you can become friends with, build relationship with, uh, you know, not just just work, but but hopefully build relationship with. And I do want to do a shout out right now to our RP vetted business partners. For those of you listening that might not be aware, we have put together a list. And actually, I have a the monument feature magazine here. But at each territories, uh, you know, the beginning of the magazine updated monthly. You are going to find our RP vetted business list which are the best businesses you can work in North DFW, the best businesses in Dallas, the best businesses in Tarrant. These are not just random businesses. Um, we don't work with random businesses. You know, they, they have been vetted similarly as our agents who are a part of the community. And <laughs> I am so sorry. I right now, I don't know if you guys can see in the screenshot, but I have a dog that is, poking me in my arm because I have his squeaky ball, which I did not take away before the podcast started live. And uh, he just was going to start playing with this here. And now he's trying to climb up in the chair and get it. So anyway, real moments here, guys. Um, but I, um, but anyways, going back to these lists, guys, it's, it's incredible. The caliber of businesses uh, that are part of the real producers community. And it's thanks to, to you top agents be, that you have nominated these different businesses, title, lender, home inspectors, people like Mandy here, um, and have said, you know, the, these ones are some of the best. They need to be a part of the community. So as Rebecca was sharing there, it's coming to my mind. I have to do a shout out to all those RP vetted businesses and if you are looking for that second, third lender, like Rebecca said, or a new lender or title company or whatever category, definitely refer to these lists because you know they are one of the best, recommended by the best, those agents in the top one to 2%. So just had to do a shout out there. Sorry for the, the interruption from the dog, dog here. here. Um, Rochelle, Rochelle, am I? And is it lawyer's title? One of your one of your people. Yes. yes. So that's my title lawyer. company. I have to just say they are lawyer's title is hands. I mean, I've worked with so many title companies. I have to tell you, lawyers is so good. If you yeah. can care with them, I would definitely meet with George or, or Tamara. I I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah they're they're amazing, and they are definitely one of the best. And because of that, they are they are a part of this exclusive community of top agents and businesses. And we love having them part. And actually, Rebecca, I don't know if you, I'm sure you remember at the ESPYs, uh, which we just had this past November, they won Partner of the Year Awards. So again, uh, shout out and congrats to you guys. But want to go back to the importance of blocking out that time, Rebecca, with family, with friends. That's just as, as important as your work appointment. And I know something that's both important to you, Mandy, to you, Rebecca, are the real producers events. <laughs> I know, Re Rebecca, you said I have not missed one yet. And, uh, you know, we're just we're just about to be sending out a calendar with the dates for the event and per territory. So North DFW for Rebecca, there are three opportunities during the year, our big events to connect with your peers in the top one to two percent and those best businesses why mandy why rebecca are those uh times so important to you that you you block that out um, well, I'll just, oh sorry i i probably like them for different reasons than mandy but i like them because i like to know who else is out there that's high level and like, I want to work with them and I want to know what they're doing. And I think FaceTime, like, I'm not going to call them up and go to lunch typically because they're going to be like, who's this weirdo? But like, once you're at an event, like they're like, oh, they must be doing well too. Like, so it kind of is like a natural introduction, right? So 
I love it because I get to meet these high level agents, find out kind of what they're doing. And then when I do have a deal, like I'm not a foreign person to them. Like it's, oh, I'm comfortable with her or I like her or maybe I don't like her, you know, but at least, at least we've met and it's, it just personalizes the whole experience for real estate. And I I love rubbing shoulders with those people because they usually, they usually have a lot to offer. So it's, I think they're fun. I mean, it's just a good time to get out and have fun, truthfully. Yeah, yeah. It is neat to be like that level because it's like, you know, it's usually the, the cream of the crop and you're like, I'm, I'm with these people and it's just, it's fun. It's cool. Yeah. yeah these are these exclusive are- events. And as I hear from your, your peers, in fact, a uh, top agent I was speaking with the other day, it's just, you know, a lot of times at that level, a lot of people go to you for advice, for wisdom, which is, which is great, you know, and that is so important to give, but you also need your friends. You need your peers that are running at that same level as you. And so I hear all sorts of things uh, and just have fun. Take take a break with your with your peers and, and meet some incredible people and glean and learn from other people at different brokerages. We have such an incredible community of just giving people that are, again, in that top one to two percent that want to help one another and become friends. It's quite amazing. What about you, Mandy? So when I started Leeds, I knew immediately that, you know, I want to partner with real producers. I just knew because I I knew I wanted to be surrounded by the best, the best in the industry. Because when you're surrounded by the best, it only helps you become better. And I Mm -hmm. think there's a lot to be said about that is they can, because as they're, they're doing things that are working and that are, and they're, they're striving to get better and better. And that's what I wanted to become. I wanted to provide something for agents that helps them be better, helps me be better. And, um, but I knew from the very beginning, it was one of the first things I did. I got a few clients and then I called up Jordan and said, we got to go get coffee. Let's talk. This <laughs> yeah. It's, that there's so much power in just being around incredible people. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Um, yeah. And we're going to, I look forward to seeing you at an upcoming event soon here. I know Mandy, I'm going to see you later this afternoon. We have a magazine celebration party where it's a smaller group celebrating the December, January issues for Tarrant. So yeah, I know we love those events. Well, we are almost out of time here, but one thing I always love to ask uh, those who come on the show, whether it's just, you know, talking beforehand or on the show, but, but I love both of your hearts and uh, where you come from. I want to ask, what is, what is your motivation, you know, in your business? I think it's just, it's neat hearing the different motivators for people. And I know for you guys, it is beyond the money. <laughs> Mandy, why don't you start first? Yeah. Well, I kind of have two different motivators. Um, one, I just really love to help people grow their business. It's been really, it's been very fruitful for me personally, just to see this is where they've begun. And now here's where they're going and um, watch them climb up and get more natural leads and make good connections. And that's been a big motivator for me. But the other big motivator is having my, I have young children and having them watch me build something that's beyond myself and helping people also um, has been very, very, fun and enjoyable and having like there are times when my daughter she does all my hole punching when I'm tying the ribbons on the pot buys she's six she punches the holes you know and she just like loves it and it's kind of fun to have my kids have a front row view of heart of good hard work yeah yeah and I love what you said too about like just the heart of helping people grow their business I know for me with real producers helping make connections, that's like part of my joy. Like I want to help people connect and grow and and take their businesses to the next level. And I'm thinking back to our conversation, Mandy, that you said, you know, what you put into relationships, you know, a a business, um, you know, genuinely you say it'll come tenfold back, you know, whether that's a, a small gift or a coffee conversation, it's just about staying genuine, right? Yeah, I think that that's the most important thing. Um, and I and honestly, like truthfully, it doesn't always have to be a Popeye. I think even just like a sincere text, a phone, even like sometimes a, the perfect meme, you know how sometimes you see a meme and you're like, oh, that reminds me of this one person. 
that sometimes can go even further. And I'm, I don't, I tell that to my clients. Like, I'm not like, Oh, spend all the money. It's like, you know what? Sometimes other things go far too. And I think right. if you um, show up for people in real genuine ways, it just all, it all comes back in just goodness. You yeah. Know? You can't go wrong with genuine, but at the moment yeah. you try to get salesy, you say, Oh, Hey, I'm, here's a meme, by the way, do you know anyone looking to buy or sell? It's just, Ick, you know, you just leaves people mm. like that icky feeling, and they let Rebecca's laughing because she knows she's heard me say all of these things many times. Like, <laughs> it's such a gross feeling, you know. It leaves people. You always want to leave people better than you found them. That's so good, and that that certainly is a huge motivator. Um, yeah, leave them better than you found them. And I, I love what you said there. I think that is such a key. People take note. Write this down. Underline it. Don't attach the salesy part. Just just yeah. send the nice thought, the the note, the meme. Um, I love it, Mandy. Always thinking out of the box, creative ideas. I'm telling you guys, seeing firsthand at she helps us as well with some of our real producers events, our our real producers events, not just some. Uh, the creative solutions you come up with. Oh my goodness. You are just, um, yeah, you bring magic wherever you go. So Rebecca, what about you? What is your motivation? So I kind of have a couple, but, um, so one of them is I, I have a real hard time with people feeling left out. Like I really don't like people being excluded, but that like, you can't, you always include everyone, but I feel like finding people a home in a community they love. Like I imagine those people and those places, and so they're like, do you think I'll like this community? I'm like, yeah, maybe. But I always try to figure out how can I connect to this person? How can, you know, where's their best fit? What's the best thing? And, you know, you give them all the options and let them decide. But I really like seeing people in a home that they love and that they can, you know, embrace the community and just have a really good experience there. So that's really important to me. Um, that's a huge motivation. Um, I like real estate because it's like one of the, I mean, I've always done different things, but I feel like I've kind of excelled in this a little bit. And I like my, I come from a family of like overachievers. Like my brother went to Stanford. My sister has her yeah. master's. Like they're all like educated and brilliant. I didn't finish college. And so I was like, oh, I'm just like the youngest cute. I'm, I'm cute. I'm like nothing great, you know? And I feel like finally, like in real estate, I'm like, oh no, I'm smart. I just didn't realize that. Like I didn't mm -hmm. know. And so now I found ways to like, I like negotiate and strategy and things that like, I didn't realize like I've tapped into now. I'm like, oh, I am those things. It's just finally been, I've had an arena to demonstrate them, which has been kind of fun. And then the other thing is like, truthfully, like financially, my husband does fine, but we have five children and like, they're all ours, like all our children. And like now wow, like, wow. I'm like, they get expensive. So like colleges and weddings. <laughs> And I'm like looking at our, you know, my husband and our budgets and I'm like, wow, we have a lot coming up in the next, you know, 10 years. We have like all these kids to put through college all, and, you know, they can do loans, they can do things, but I really didn't, I don't want them starting out negative. I really want to try to help them right, like start out on a good foot. So like, I feel like this is like a great avenue for us to like make it so our kids don't have to like accumulate a lot of debt, you know, or different things. So like, those are probably my three top motivators, but you know, family and helping other people and then just I finally am good at something like I finally am like not just the little sister that you know trails behind everybody but you found your purpose you know the, the talents and gifts that you have and using them to, to help people like you said but now, you know, I have to laugh at that because yeah. Rebecca is incredible at many, many things. <laughs> and she is the world's best at including people, like gathering and connecting. And But she's very talented at many things. So don't sell yourself I'm short. Sure. I believe it. I believe it. Um, Rebecca, how important is it for a real estate agent, someone starting out in the career or, or just, yeah, to find um, their motivation? Well, I think I started with my motivation. Like, so I think if you don't know why you're motivated to do this, you probably, sh I think you need to find that first or really quick because this business is hard. Like we make it look pretty and we make it look fun, but at the end of the day, it can be really hard. So you need, I think you need to know that going in. And I feel like that's why right. I chose Monument. They weren't gonna, they're not worried about motivating me. They just wanted to give me good skills to do well. And I, I felt like a lot of brokerages, they want to motivate you. And I'm like, I don't want to be somewhere that's trying to motivate me. I should have that. 
I just want to learn how to be the best or better. And so that's one thing I feel like sometimes is lacking. People want to motivate you. I'm like, you should, you should be like a little bit self-motivating and then have a family you can lean on to pick you up if things get hard, but you really should kind of have that always at your core for real estate. Right. And I know something you're passionate about is leveraging your motivation. And I'm sure that that's what really happens as well. When you hit that rough patch or, uh, you know, there's a, there's a time of struggle, you need to leverage that motivation, whatever caused you to set on this path. And one thing I know that you said is super important to be a part of every real estate agent's motivation um, is to help people. Otherwise, as you said, you'll harm them. Share about that for a quick moment. Well, I just think that, you know, if you, if you know, like there's a house that's in really bad condition and people can't afford to fix it or different things, you just need to make sure that your clients have a clear picture. And there has been times where I've told clients like this, there's a lot here. And I think in five years, you're going to be mad at me that I let you buy this home. So if you really want to move forward, that's fine. But I think you just really have to have their best interest at heart. Now, if they're a flipper and they're like, we can take all this on great. Maybe it's a great deal. But I think you really need to understand your client, what their needs are, and then really back that. Right, right. It has to be. I know a lot of people are attracted to real estate because of the dollar sign. But uh, if that is your motivator going in, you, as Rebecca said, might uh, might cause people more harm than good. You need to have that heart, like you said, Rebecca, thinking of your client first has to be more than about the paycheck. And I know, Mandy, you would say the same for any business owners as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for being on the show. I know we covered a lot of different ground and I'm sure there's some people listening that perhaps want to get in touch with you, Rebecca, or you, Mandy. And uh, speaking of Mandy too, you also teach classes, um, which I think we mentioned a while back there. How do people get in touch with you, Mandy? And by the way, I, uh, I describe her to those listening also another descriptive. She not only brings magic, she is a lifesaver to uh, top agents helping keep track of all those touch points and come up with the plan. How do they get in touch with you, Mandy? So my number and emails right there, right below the screen. So they can either reach out via email or text or give me a call. Sure. And why don't we share that um, out loud there for those listening by podcast? So it is um, leads. It's Mandy at leadseventplanning.com or my phone number is 801 801- Awesome. Rebecca, what about you? How do people get in touch with you? Um, I mean, same email and phone. And then I do have like an Instagram that I kind of babysit. But my phone number is 469-644-8002. And then my email is Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, at monumentstar.com. And then my Instagram handle is that realtor gal, Rebecca. I love that. I love that. And Mandy, people need to follow you on social media. You're always posting some neat videos of tips and why building relationship is important and things people can do. How do they follow you on social? So my both Instagram and Facebook, it's leads by Mandy Jackson. And Mandy is with an I. It's not with a Y. So it can be tricky. It can be tricky. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you guys. For those of you listening in next week, Lance will be hosting the podcast live stream 11 a.m. on Wednesday there. And remember, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, a radio network. London has us on YouTube, Facebook. Send us a friend request. We'd love to be friends with you. uh, See what's going on in your world. And uh, again, thank you everyone for watching. I'm going to invite the man behind the platform here, Lendon, to join us. And why don't you close the show, Lendon, sharing a little bit more about the difference. All right. I'll be happy to. Um, first of all, thank you, Mandy. Again, this is Mandy's second time to be on the difference, by the way. Um, she's what? Becoming a pro. I didn't know this. Uh, yes, yes. Lendon and, and I are was practically not- best friends. Practically. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Rebecca, it's great meeting you. Uh, I love what you said, and I wanted to add something to that. Of course, we've been doing the difference now for two years, and and I am I'm a, a I guess a nerd when it comes to acronyms. So I came up with an acronym called CARE, right? Because everybody says they care. When you're talking to people about their business, they always say they care. And I took what I had learned over two years of talking to people like you, Mandy, like you, Rebecca, Rochelle, like you, and all of y'all's guests. 
and I broke down the top five things that I kept hearing people say, right? Number one is communication, right? So your C is communication. Number two is accessibility. Are you accessible? Are you hard to reach? Number three mm -hmm. is responsiveness. If they do reach you, do you respond? And the fourth and final one that I think is probably one of the most important, and I think, Rebecca, you were touching on it, is your willingness to engage. How deep do you want to get into it? When you talk about those moments that matter, that that hit me. I mean, that, I, I, I understood it, but I never really had it put into words like that. It takes something special to even right. find out about the moments that matter, much less be there for them when they do happen. And so mm -hmm. I thought that those were some great nuggets. I really appreciate that. Um, Rochelle, Rochelle, thanks you, Jordan, Lance, for being a part of the difference. We are growing uh, over a million, almost a million and a half viewers in the last 24 months. We had 962,000 people watch our shows last year. And we are bringing content to them that, that obviously you don't get on the mainstream media. Thank God. Um, we, we avoid the negativity. We bring the positive. We bring the things about relationships and making people stronger, making communities stronger. And that's what makes a difference. I want to thank everybody for being a part of it. And uh, again, I, I just, this is the greatest job in the world for me. I appreciate you all. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you, Lendon. All right. We'll see everybody next week. Thank you. Right. Thank you.